Blog Talk Radio.
yours truly, the atypical, along with my brothers and partners in crime, the B.I.W.G. Rich, DJ Comedic, and my man Black. I don't hear you live. All right, my bad. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of The Cypher. This is yours truly, the atypical, along with my brothers and partners in crime, the B.I.W.G. Rich, DJ Comedic, and little brother Black Caesar. Hope everyone is having a great week so far. Get ready to wrap up your hump day and come into another weekend. Yo, my man, B-I-double-G, how you feeling? Hey, man, you know how we do slow motion in the big city. We're getting it done down here, man. These, uh, these temperatures, yo, man, if, if they call me B-I-double-G, brother, then it's H-O-double-T down here in Atlanta. You hear me? <laughs> Uh-huh. It's it's just crazy, and I I mean I'm sure North Carolina is feeling very similar temperatures as we are, so it's not like I'm telling you anything new or different. But oh my goodness, can we uh get a break? Whew. Oh yeah, it's been it's been brutal like that up here too. It's been in the 90s as well up here with heat indexes well into the hundreds, like around heat index around 105. I think uh, one day. Last week, I think it got high as either 109 or close to 110. So, yeah, we've been, mm-hmm. we've been feeling it as well, my brother. Mm-hmm. And, and, and listen, I, listen, I got I got to say this, man, because I'm so passionate about it, and I, I don't even know if we have it on as a topic for tonight, but I'm so passionate about it, I got to say this. L- listen, I I cannot find an excuse whatsoever, Brother Ray, and all my people that are out there listening. I cannot find any one single excuse for a parent leaving their child in the car. Leaving any type of toddler or small child in the car at any time of the year. But especially yeah. during these hot, absolutely, let me tell you something, people, and for those that may not know this, I'm not going to assume who knows and who knows stuff and who doesn't know stuff. But let me say this. If it's 85 degrees, okay, people, if it's 85 degrees and there's a heat, uh, heat index that says it's 95 degrees, guess what? In your car with the windows up, in just 30 minutes' time, it's 125 degrees inside that vehicle. In just 30 minutes' oh, yeah. time, you become 125 degrees. How do you leave your kid in the car? And why do we hear about this year in and year out, right? How do we keep hearing these stories? I, I don't get that. Yeah, I've always... Don't even give me the line, bro. 
I I just I, I can't I can't for the life of me. And 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 already it's July and already in just June and July down here in Atlanta, we've got four incidences where parents left their children in the car. Out of those four, two of those children have died. And the two that died, one of them raised the chick was in the mall getting her nails done. She went in the mall, she took a towel and put it in the window and then rolled the window up so the sun wouldn't be beaming down on the child. And then rolled all the windows up in the car. Then, then she comes back out and then she rides to the emergency room she doesn't call 911. Mm-hmm. She rides to the emergency room, then parks in the emergency room parking lot and fakes a seizure. She fakes like she had a seizure, Ray. So that they will come out there and find her and then try to find the baby. And, yeah, and, like I said, man, that's craziness, Rich. Oh, that's craziness, bro. Anyway, we uh, we'll we'll address that a bit more here in a second. Uh, recently joined here by DJ Comedic and Black Caesar. What's good with you, DJ Comedic? Uh, not much. Listening to uh, what sounds like people cooking their kids. Um, Interesting. It's also very easy. Um, that was uh, Rich's uh, Rich's intro to the show tonight, uh, ranting about uh, ranting about uh, parents who shouldn't be parents. What's good with you, Black Seas? How you feeling, brother? Yo, what up, dude? Um, I'm good. It's 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 hot. Other than that, <laughs> oh my, oh my, it's a good day. What's problem with y'all, man? It was good. I know that's right. But, yeah, Big Rich, I mean, you know, I've always asked that question. and You know, it, it's amazing to me the people who always want to show off their kids, you know, or, or you know, just, you know, they they so, you know, proud when they had these babies, but then as they become toddlers or, you know, uh, grade schoolers, they want to just sit up here and neglect and abuse these kids, man. I, like I said, I don't get it either. I, for the life of me, I don't get it. Well, well, well. When, when brother Comedic, when brother Comedic just came on, um, I I, I want to make sure I didn't misunderstand him because I heard him use the word easy. I, I thought I heard him say it's easy. I'm I'm just. Well, what were you, what were you about to say there, Comedic? No, I'm saying that. Um, or and it was interesting that you picked up on that. Um, me and another a good friend of mine. Um, you know, we like to go to the gym, whatever, whatever. And um, sometimes, you know, I'll come out the gym and keep my car window rolled up. First of all, I don't live far from the gym, so don't think I'm going to drive down the street dying. But I have driven around for many hours in the summertime, windows rolled up with a jug of water in there because it's just that hot. Um, you're so hot that you can feel the, the moisture burning up your teeth. It's hot. So I, as you were telling the story, and you tell me that she put the – the towel up and rolled up the window. That was it. It was over. It was over. 
it was over before she got her top coat. You know what I'm saying? Like she the the, the seed was done. So yeah. I'm like, what the fuck was who they thinking? I mean, when I say it's easy, I'm saying that that it's gonna happen fast. I mean, you're talking about pets going down. But um, you know, being in one of those steering type vehicles, if that's not what you're trying to do, and you know, we all know that pretty much everybody in the show could drop twenty pounds easy and not and not be in any health problem. But you in there, um, letting go of weight, sweating, um, really honestly getting fuzzy. Um, you're talking about a child, um, and they, they probably get going pretty fast, and you, and you would hope so. Um, you know, the doctors will tell you, oh, they have this organ failure and blah, 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 blah. But you pretty much probably is going to lose consciousness pretty fast. Um, um, that little ruse that she tried to, uh, you know, basically say that she had a seizure was kind of foul. But, I mean, I, I, I get it. I'm not saying this is some shit I would do. What I'm saying is, is <laughs> what are you going to say to that? What can you say to that? I mean, you know, so you yeah. just lost your kid. Stop there, but then you lost your kid doing something stupid. You know you about to fry for that. So I mean, again, I'm not gonna judge, but that is some retarded shit. I mean, get you a damn, um, yeah. get you a bottle of Revlon, shake the little, uh, the little ball, and paint your own nails. What the fuck? Right, right, exactly. And see, the thing about it, I know for me, I know for me, I I can't speak to how it automatically, how anybody else automatically reacts. But when I get to my truck on a hot, hot day, dude, my body automatically reacts like it's like it's searching for air. It's searching for oxygen because it's nothing but just thick heat inside of 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 my truck. And then I almost feel it almost feels as though my throat is closing up, and I'm going. Oh, oh. Because I don't feel anything And I immediately Turn my truck on and let all the windows down So that some air can get circulated in Now here I am 6'4", 470 At 47 years old And that's how I feel Within seconds How do you think that little child's going to feel That doesn't have the control To be able to cut the ignition off and, and roll down the windows. So yeah, I I, I hope I hope you're right. I think you're right, Commit. I hope whatever happens is happening quick. Cause that is a dude. I I I, I can't imagine there's any good way to die outside of 110 years old in my bed surrounded by family and some time ago. That's the only good way I can think of. But. Of all the ways that I think would be the worst, something like drowning or suffocating, I think scares me more than anything else in life. That scares me more than any other way. Would be something where I I am conscious that life is leaving my body. That's just... Mm. L, L, you got a son. Have you ever left your son anywhere? Not just in a car, anywhere. Have you ever just left your son somewhere? Hell no. Nah. I was just, we was just at, uh, my son just turned 17. We was just at uh, at Jazz Fest uh, in, in the park downtown this prior weekend. And um, it was funny because it was me, my best friend, and him and her daughter. And then his mother and grandmother and their friends had came down. 
and then his sister, and then you know, so it was, it was a bunch of us had some cousins there. A little bit of everybody was down there. And we all kind of chilling. So as I'm walking around getting food, you know what I mean, and I get a phone call to come to work. So I'm like, all right, let me let me let me get it together. You know what I'm saying? And my son didn't have his phone on him. So I was like, no, let me find my G, even though he only lived in walking distance 15, 20 minutes away from from where we were. Still, no, let me grab my youth. You know what I'm saying? Let me make sure he gets back to the crib. You know what I mean? Before before I slide out and do what I got to do. Not only my son nowhere. That's just like back when he's little, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you get left in the car with the windows cracked and it'd be hot as hell. You just sitting there dying. Now we know it's is is like like it's child abuse now. But before, nigga, that was like <laughs> don't touch nothing. Don't you touch nothing. Don't you open this door. Don't you say nothing to nobody. Don't you turn this car on. You sit your ass down here. You do the fuck steal. That's what you do. With all that, with all that fucking and arguing I just did, yo, so when my mom first moved us out here to Atlanta from Chicago, and she had a job interview, she cracked the windows, she took out the keys, and she said, you sit on this back seat, and you don't move for nothing. And people walking by, and I'm waving at people, and they waving back at me. And I'm thinking nowadays, motherfuckers have been calling the police quick. They have been calling the police on us immediately. But back back in the seventies, it was oh well, that's somebody's kid in the car, and they, everybody mm-hmm. kept walking. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. All right, sorry, brother. Bro. Sorry, man. I just I saw news. Oh, nah, y'all fine, y'all fine. So, All right, so and it uh, you got me. so the. So the other night, I want to say it was Friday night, I believe. I want to say, yeah, Friday night, something I don't usually do is watch network TV, especially after Jeopardy go off. But um, <laughs> I happen to be watching uh, network TV, ABC, and they did a special on OJ. As you know, tomorrow he's up for parole after serving – Roughly nine years of a 33-year sentence for robbery. Now, of course, a lot of people felt like all that time he was sentenced was just a, a form of retribution for him being found not guilty of the uh, killings of his ex-wife and the guy she was dating, Nicole Brown Simpson and uh, Ron Goldman. But I find it funny that, you know, the father still, Fred Goldman, and his family released a statement that they are frustrated that O.J. could be getting out of prison, to, um, you know, be, could be getting parole. Okay, the man was tried for the murder of your of your uh, son and, you know, girlfriend or whatever, and he was acquitted. So he was serving prison time for this robbery. Technically, nine years for a robbery is a lot of damn time, but, you know, what's the what's the source of frustration? I don't get that. It's like y'all still want to penalize this man, you know, even after he didn't, you won a $33.5 million verdict, you know, uh, libel suit, wrongful death suit against him, which y'all might not see that, but <laughs> just saying, it's, it's crazy. It, that makes sense to anybody else, the fact that you still got these people, you know, feeling some kind of way of holding a vendetta that this man get ready to get out of prison for something 
totally unrelated to that uh, 94 murder. Absolutely. Absolutely, completely. And let me give you somewhat of an analogy, um, and, and you all can decide whether or not it is um, a good analogy or a bad one. The whole purpose behind George W. Bush getting in the office and being in office was to get Saddam Hussein. As wrong as he was for why he wanted to get him, it was all about, I want to get Saddam Hussein. Why? Because you tried to kill my daddy. Plain and simple. Damn all that politics, damn anything else. It was all about, he tried to kill my daddy. In this case, and be true, well, that wasn't in the beach. Well, that wasn't W's agenda. That was HW's agenda. Hence, why he put his cronies in there to surround W so they could call the shots. Okay. Well, like I said, damn all the politics. I'm telling you how it looks. How it looks. Mm-hmm. And in this particular case, I don't care how many times he, uh, OJ got acquitted. I don't care how many times people are going to be for him or against him. The Goldens are always going to say, you killed my son. They will never let that go. They will never let that ride. Ever, ever, ever. I get it, but people always say, and they want to talk about, you know, let the wheels of justice turn, and, you know, just like uh, families who've lost loved ones, at the hands of law enforcement that they feel justice wasn't served. Okay, but in any event, that's still the justice system. We know it's screwed up, but that's the justice system for you. And same thing with uh, O.J. getting acquitted. That's the justice system for you. You know, you can't bring Ron back. So, I mean, O.J. is going to have to live with that whether he did it or not. I had to live with that on his conscience. And considering the man will probably never really be able to live comfortably again for the rest of what remaining life he has left, you know, hey. But watching that documentary they did, Joe, I don't know if you brothers saw it, but, yo, watching that documentary and how they did that, yo, it sounds like he, they probably sat around and watched Ocean's Eleven before they came up with this idea because they got about – six to seven different people involved in this quote-unquote heist. He just went and randomly got people he knew to go with him to help pull off this uh, heist of his memorabilia that he claimed was looted, you know, from his house. And he... I just thought that was a crazy uh, piece that they did. So, all right, and then another bit of uh, sports news. What's up with Mike Vick, man? For real. That I like Vick as a player, but you really shouldn't be giving your opinion on matters that you should be the last person to talk. Y'all heard what he did here recently, right? Yeah, it, it, it briefly like went across my screen like I was at work, so like it kind of it, it kind of blipped up today, but I ain't see what it all. Tell me what happened. All right, so so anyway, 
I guess Vic was on some sports show on Monday, and he was basically talking, you know, Kaepernick is still without a team. No no team has uh, signed him. So basically Vic called Cap out on his hair, telling him, you know, because, you know, Cap got the big afro. He basically telling Kaepernick that he should get a haircut and do away with the afro. His words, quote, I don't think he should rep- represent himself in that way. Just the hairstyle. Just go clean cut. You know, why not? You're already dealing with a lot. End quote. <laughs> Come on, man. For real? You, you going to tell a brother that that's already, you know, feeling, you know, pressure from from some in the league as well as those outside of the league to tell a man that he should get a haircut and hopefully a team will pick him up? Teams are not signing him not because of the fact that he got he wears an afro. Hell, you got players in there with fucking dreadlocks and and you know all sorts of manner of uh, and lengths of hair. Cap hasn't been picked up for a number of reasons that has nothing to do with his hair. But I thought it was funny that Cap sent a tweet responding to you know he didn't mention Vic by name. But right after Vic made that statement, Cap released a tweet uh, <laughs> defining the Stockholm Syndrome. I was like, wow. Which is basically him telling Mike, you know, hey, you become a victim of the Stockholm Syndrome. So, <laughs> And Vic, of course, released a retraction stating that he didn't mean anything by saying that, you know, Vic should cut his hair and he'd get picked up. He said he stated it wrong or inappropriately, something to that effect. But he issued an apology to Cap after the fact. So, actually what he said was, Cap's hair has nothing to do with not being on the NFL roster right now. Let's be clear. I wish only the best for Colin. I stand by what I've said about him being signed at some point this season to help an NFL club. I think he is a great kid who has a bright future, and I'm looking forward to seeing him on the field again. Trust and believe what I said was not in malice. You telling the man to cut his hair and go with a cut other than an afro wasn't said in malice? For real? No, and it, and it wasn't. It wasn't said in malice. And, and to be quite honest with you, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little pissed at everybody who sees me so, oh, my God. Vic is such an idiot, asshole. Leap, shut up, everybody. Let's not forget what this man himself went through. And this this man himself who had to recreate his own image so he too could play again. So what happened? Mm. Vic spoke from his own experiences. Now, was Mm. he incorrect in what he said? Yes, I don't think what he said was correct. As far as it as far as it pertains to Kaepernick, I don't think that was correct. But what did he do? I'm almost willing to bet you a hundred dollars. If Vic was on this show right now, I'd be like, Vic, did you tell Kaepernick to do some of the stuff that you did when you first got in prison? He'll tell you, yeah, I was just telling stuff that I did because that's exactly what Mike Vic did. He got rid of the cornrows. He got himself a clean cut. And lest we forget. Let's just forget that the main mentor that was in Michael Vick's corner when he was making his comeback was Tony Dungy. Let's not forget that. 
So I would be willing but to you know, you, you can't say like, you can't say, okay, yeah, he did get rid of cornrows. He did reinvent, you know, himself, change his image, so he's not perceived as the dog fighting thug or whatever. But you got a number of players in the league with cornrows, dreads, and every any other manner of hairstyle that aren't getting, you know, flack for their hair. Kawhi Leonard yeah. is still playing in cornrows mm-hmm. in the league. You're at, you know, you're, I mean, so come on. And you're absolutely right, Ray. Like I said, what he told Kaepernick may not have been correct for Kaepernick. I get that. I don't agree with what he told him. But I don't think that he said it being a dumbass and an idiot. He just tried to offer something. He just tried to offer something from his own experiences, and he was out of scope. And he was, and, and this particular thing was out of his range of scope of knowledge of what's going on and how he should feel about it. I mean, Ray Lewis. Go ahead, finish, Rich. I'm, I thought you were finished. My bad. Go ahead. No, no, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm just, I'm just ranting on. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, committee. I'm ranting on. No, no. I mean, I, I, I it's interesting because when you started talking, I was like, all right, it sounded like this man will be point counterpoint tonight. But by the same token, what you said does make sense um, because you know he sat in that spot. My whole thing when we first brought it up was, and that's, and that's the danger of being completely connected to everybody at any time with one button press. That's the gift and the curse. Mm. The, mm. the gift and the curse was when, um, you know, JC referenced um, let's not do uh, Eric Benet, and Eric Benet was able to turn right back around within the day and tweet back, like, what the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it, we're instant right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe this was the kind of situation where, he could have, you know, got his credentials and had a conversation with him directly rather than to make a statement that was going to be judged by everybody. Because at the end of the day, you're right. I, I, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know where he was coming from. but And, and to be honest, also, I haven't – all I've heard was the regurgitation of it. I haven't read it for myself. I don't know what context it was in. It it, it just sounds crazy to an individual that – that, that wound up becoming a felon on some BS, not, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever, but it is what it is. You knew you was outside the lines. You did it. You got caught. Um, but the, but that in itself shows the craziness of this. A man made a statement and continues to make a statement and cannot make money. A man did a crime. I see you. But my thing, my thing, too, and, and you – said that as well. He could have pulled Cap aside, but the thing, other thing to this is that, you know, if Cap was like, say, some of these players out here screwing up, going out here, getting in drunken bar fights or messing with these thoughts out here or, you know, doing something negative that was constantly, you know, becoming a news story, then I can see him weighing in to say, look, you might need to want to, you know, do this reinvent your you know, image because I've been there, done this before. Cap's not that guy. And what he actually did in the league that he got criticized for was actually exercising his First Amendment right. It was just the fact that a lot of people didn't like that uh, First Amendment right that he was exercising. So, again, you know, this isn't a guy that 
is run afoul of the league. And if he was going to say something to that effect, then that is something that he shouldn't have been on a hot mic or a live mic on. That should have been something he could have pulled Cap to the side and be like, hey, let me just give you a a bit of advice, yada, 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 which I still think. But you know the crazy thing is, is what you're saying is false because he has run afoul of the league because he can't get a job. Right? So so the chief running but it has back right to now. Do with his of, hair, though. No, it no, has nothing I'm to do with his hair. It is, it is what it is. He, he's a he can't work. So what I'm saying is is no matter what, no matter how fucked up it is, no matter they call right now, let's boycott the league because you're seeing they 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 effing your brother up and nobody's going to do it. You know what I'm saying? The fact of the matter is the 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 running back for for Dallas, they they trying to sit him down. He running people over, but he had bars fucking shit up. But he's still not going to lose a job. People smacking up their wives, they're not going to lose a job. And and I understand, like I said, it's not coming to the head, but, but but just the dynamic of the fact that you have an individual that stood up for itself and can't work is the biggest story. Yeah. You got anything you want to add to that, L? I mean, my only thing is that, all right, cool, just from, from being sad, because, again, I didn't even say I saw it, but I didn't get a chance to, to, to go into it. It seems like maybe he was just like, hey, you might want to clean up a little bit, but that that's not the issue. Him cleaning up ain't an issue. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? He's always, he's he's been throughout his career, or, or recently he's been unapologetically black, or as much as black as he can be considering he makes, whatever the case, whatever. So... He's been outspoken. He's, you know what I'm saying, he's he's standing up for himself. He's, you know, he's 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 using his voice. He's using he's using the the, the platform, um, <clears throat> given given him by you know what I'm saying, given him by by the by the NFL, um, and and, and that's what it was. So <clears throat> because the consensus of you know uh, uh, white privilege and, and white supremacy was like, nah, we don't like that message. You know what I'm saying, being used. It's crazy how he can get a job, how he how 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 he can't get a job, and how how uh, what's my man um, 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 Ray Rice can't get a job, um, but you know what's his name Richie Martin can get a job. What's my man from the first that that played that that played defense for Dallas that that just came that that that, that before last season started he just came off an assault charge. A sexual, a not sexual, but but off a domestic violence charge, he can he can play. How uh, uh, what's name can get can be uh, charged can be charged of aggravated uh, aggravated sexual assault on his birthday, fucking uh, Ben Roethlisberger, but he got a job. You know what I'm saying? And he just got a new contract. You know what I'm saying? So so but but this dude who didn't he ain't you know what I'm saying? Okay, he had a, he had a, he had an ass season. His, his season wasn't wasn't one of the best. You know what I'm saying? But he's a, you know what I'm saying. In, in his youth, he's on. You know what I'm saying his first couple of seasons, he done went to the Super Bowl. Feel me? He's been playing. He, he's been playing fairly well since he's been in the league. You know what I'm saying coming come, come, coming out of coming out of college, but now because he done spoke his mind, he done said something against the quote unquote status quo or about what's going on socially. You know what I'm saying that was that 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 was you know like legit. Like it wasn't no bullshit. It wasn't like you know what I'm saying <clears throat> like I, all of, now all of a sudden. You know what I'm saying? He can't get a job. Yeah, you know I mean? But to speak on it, all of these type of hypocrisies and all of this uh, and all of this shit, you know what I'm saying, is all of a sudden is it, wrong as well. Maybe people just like, yo, son, 
I understand. I get it. I've been there. I get locked up for shit I didn't even do. Like, my cousins was fucking fighting dogs, but I was a hood nigga that got put on. You know what I'm saying? I played ball. I put my, you know what I'm saying? I put my hood cousins on, and they, and, and, and they fucked up the church's money. I get it. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm, let me let me show you kind of how to, or, or let me at least, you know what I'm saying, put you on how niggas put me on, you know what I'm saying, to get you back on. You know what I mean? My thing is, and when we all types of, and, and, and when I hear a lot of people, whether whether it's whether it's new, whether it's a, whether it's artists, whether it's actors, whether it's you know what I'm saying, when, when people are saying something and it's taken the wrong way, then all of a sudden because there's a backlash or because somebody didn't like it, all of a sudden everybody want to backpedal. They want to they want to they want to clarify statements. Nah, man, say what you say, and when you say it, say it with the same energy that you was feeling when you first them saying when when you first them saying put up them them, 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 them first characters. You know what I'm saying? Some more shit. Don't backpedal. Say what you're saying. Hey, yo, my man, you want to get back in? I, you, you're going to have to clean it up. That's what they want. They want you to submit. If you don't want to break, cool, that's fine. I, you know what I'm saying? I dig it. But know that this is the struggle that you're going to have to go through. Ali had to go through it. Everybody had to go through it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to be that strong black man that can't nobody break, you're going to have to take the bumps that come with it. Because white America ain't going for it. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? We still consider three-fifths of men. Dead ass. We went from slavery to to to, to what we dealing with right now. And and, and if you, you know what I'm saying, and, and if you want to get ahead and go along to an extent, that black that black power fence got to go in your pocket, and you gonna have to shuffle for it, or you gonna suffer for it. Okay. <clears throat> All righty then. Yo, we gonna um. I don't really, but I just want to um, acknowledge a um, rapper who lost his life um, last week and just give a little, I couldn't get the whole track because everything these cats got is on some gratuitous, <laughs> gratuitous sexual vibe. But um, and I was actually Facebook friends. The brother had a chance to uh, meet him uh, some years ago. Uh, when I was rapping myself and uh, I did a show, I actually had a chance to meet him. But my brother Chris Wong Wong was known as Fresh Kid Ice. Uh, died last Thursday at the age of 53. He was uh, one half of actually one third of two live crew. He was a founding member. Him and um, the DJ DJ Mix actually founded it. Uh, founded the group with another member who wasn't with them when they released their first record uh, when Luke started managing them. But, yeah, in any event, like I said, he uh, recently passed um, Thursday, I think early Thursday morning at the age of 53. He was also one of the uh, first rappers, if not the first one, of the uh, Asian persuasion because he was uh, half Chinese, half Trinidadian. Um said he had an unknown medical condition, so don't actually know what uh, caused his death. But, yep, Chris Wan Wan, so wanted to take you guys back with a quick 60-second uh, snippet. I don't know when you guys got into Two Live Crew, if it was uh, when they dropped, of course, their third album, which was the classic, as nasty as they want to be and the most controversial. But I go back to the actually first album they got released. Um, nationwide that really brought them into the spotlight. See if y'all remember this uh, real quick little snippet. 
listen up, y'all, because this is it. Forget that old dance and... seconds of a record. Any record. Okay. Every record. He can't play but like 30 seconds of that motherfucker. Okay. And so I, I didn't want nobody calling in hearing like the, the sweet the sweet pussy Pauline sounds on the record because initially I was going to play the biggest hit me so horny but I forgot the intro to that song you know with somebody actually getting it in and I was like ah I can't do that. <laughs> so yeah I mean you know we we still, you know, we don't have a filter, but we try to maintain some decorum. We ain't, I ain't really trying to go too far over the top with it. Besides, I believe a couple of weeks ago I caught uh, a little bit of flack for playing um, In the Bush. So, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> you caught, you caught flack? Like somebody had beef with that? Somebody had beef with In the Bush? For real? <laughs> Hey, Rich, didn't you didn't you give me a little hard way to go for playing that track? Just, just a little, just a little bit, just just a little tiny. Bit. Wait a minute, just, hold, just on. A, hold on, yeah. wait a minute, hold on, hold on, Rich. You were salty about push, push in the bush, but you ain't say shit about Chuck Berry, my dingling for real, Zay. Yo, <laughs> yo, Zay, that, that was a classic. That was a crazy son, <laughs> my tingling. That, listen, oh, my tingling is on one of the records that you used to hear from the back room when your parents was at parties and they made all the kids go to the back. That was that that that's what that 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 record brought back good times, good memories, man. Good memories, good times. The good times, <laughs> good memories, man. Hold on, two life crew bring back some good memories to me too. God damn it, we can play a couple <laughs> more records then. <laughs> since we want, since we want to be nostalgic and shit. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy, yeah, two live crew did bring back some memories. It also, um, well, not uh, two live crew per se, but I had my 
memories with Luther Campbell. I believe I shared that with y'all on the show already, so I ain't gonna relive that again. But yeah. Yeah. So but yeah, I had to send the RIP out to my man Fresh Kid Ice. Like I said, he's a big fan of uh Two Live Crew when they came out in the mid eighties, so be, I, I became unafan of them when they dropped that as nasty as they want to be album though. I thought that was just a bit too much. <laughs> I could get the some I could get, you know, a little subliminal with it, but they just went full on like triple X on wax. So I was like, ah, I can't get with that, can't get with that. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to get a shout out. Alright, so um you know, we got a story that Rich want to get to a little bit later because he got somebody who can call in. So let me just go ahead and go with this one story here, man, that I saw. And y'all can weigh in on it, man. Give me your thoughts. So, you know, I, I saw something that come across my timeline, and I was like, nah, for real? I was like, all right, so I had to look it up. And, of course, uh, a couple of news sources, I guess, have confirmed it. Y'all hear the story that Usher reportedly paid a chick $1.1 million to keep quiet about infecting her with herpes? Oh, no. I ain't hear that yeah, they said, uh They said Usher paid out this chick $1.1 million to settle a lawsuit with a hairstylist who claimed that the pop star infected her with herpes. Now, they said the documents were first published uh, today but they appear to date back to 2012. And according to court papers, Usher was actually diagnosed with herpes in either 2009 or 2010. And they say, of course, in California, it is a crime to, uh, it is illegal to knowingly or recklessly transmit an STD. So, yeah. They said he nonetheless Mm. had unprotected sex with the young lady without confessing that he was carrying the virus. So mm, I guess mm, he really mm, was trying I guess he literally, I guess he literally was trying to let it burn, huh? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> <Man. laughs> hey, I know the meaning behind that song. They said this wasn't That's the cool. only chick his room was Paid off a number of chicks, but they just talking about this one chick here, because I guess she filed a lawsuit against him. But yeah, and he was trying to, I guess, keep it on hush hush, keep it on the download. I don't know. Uh, I know, comedic. You're familiar. Um, you're familiar with that uh, site? Was it Black Girl Online? I'm familiar. One of my boys uh, yeah, one time was showing me that somebody had posted like a listing. Of celebrities, athletes, entertainers that are all that all have herpes, and I remember scouring that list and seeing like some pretty like A-list celebrities up there, and I'm like, whoa! But then the one name that stuck out to me, they had Derek Jeter's name up there, and I was like, damn! And then you saw like a slew of chicks that he, you know, supposedly in dating or with, so. Like wow, but yeah, I mean that list was like super long. You gotta understand it's a damn uh, topical 
virus. I mean, you know what I'm saying? You, you, you may not even come off on the insertion. You can catch something on a flake. Um, so, um, you know what I mean? It's, it's just mad viral. It just is what it is. So it's mad more common than you think. I, um, it just is what it is. Um, yeah, I, they I, said that one... They said one in one in four, one in five has it. So yeah, they said Correct. it's very common. Correct. Yeah. But um, it, it, hopefully at some point in the show we're gonna we, we're gonna have to at least have seven words back and forth about um uh, uh the Pied Piper because I'm I'm I love him but I just don't understand he needs to to get off the street yeah. or or we open up his cages and let them yeah, go that's... leave something has to happen. Yeah, that's the story that we're going to come to a little bit later, Comedic, because uh, Richard hit me up early asking we talk about it. I said I was already planning on it when I saw the story broke uh, earlier this week. And, uh, yeah, I, um, I know Rich uh, has a couple that's supposed to be calling in that also want to discuss it. So, yeah, trying to hold back on that one for a minute. So, yeah, we're going to get into we're gonna get into uh, Mr. Kelly here shortly. So,
my city, Charm City, sir. This goes out to you. You big dummy. There's no, first off, it's wrong to even be planting evidence, but the fact that you did it with a freaking body camera on and not knowing how your body cam works is really makes you a, even a bigger dumbass. So, had you heard that story, Rich? Yep, I sure did, and I watched it. And yeah, I watched I mean, the video as well. I was like, this MF here, yo. But it just goes yep. to show you, man, these cops. And, you know, I, yo, uh, in other cop-related news, you guys heard about uh, <laughs> this Muslim cop, Mohammed Noor, that, uh, that killed this Australian lady. Because that's been all in the news. I got a strong feeling that they're going to make an example out of that brother. Mm. Very strong feeling. I don't think uh I don't think that blue that blue wall or that blue brotherhood is gonna save him on this one. Because first and foremost, aside the fact that she's a white woman, she's a foreign national. And of course the Australian Prime Minister has already weighed in, you know, on this shooting. I'm surprised Trump hasn't sent a tweet yet talking about y'all see this is why we need the travel ban because we got ISIS trying to masquerade as our law enforcement now. Yeah, Muslim brother Muhammad Noor, he was, I think, not even a year on the force or just under two years on the force, and the other officer who was with him, I think, was one year in. So, yeah, he's less than two years on the force. Wow. Yeah, that's you know, not going to go that, well. Shot that woman claimed that they were rattled from a loud bang or pop on the street. So when she ran up to the car, he didn't know. they. What they're trying to say is because of the woman who got killed in New York recently, the black female cop who was sitting in her car that got shot, it was like, yo, we're all on edge because, you know, we don't know somebody running up to shoot us, hence what happened in New York or other cities, et cetera, et cetera. So... Again, they shoot first, ask questions later, and that's what they did. They said when she ran up to the car in her pajamas because she had actually called the cops, you know, they took it as a threat, and officer fired across his partner's body and shot her. They said they tried to render uh, first aid to her, but, of course, it was uh, futile, so. Too for co-signing with the bullshit. 
because you watched the boy do it. You knew what he was doing. Well, it was like probably said, a conversation like that. They were placed on administrative duty, they said, with no public contact. So, obviously, they got them on some type of desk duty because they can't have any interactions with the public while they're on this uh, admin. So, mm-hmm. the other officer is suspended. Now, we don't know if that suspension is going to turn into a termination or not. They suspend them, and they didn't say whether it was with pay or without pay. So he could have still been suspended with pay. So don't know all of the details of it. I'm curious to see uh, uh, going down the road. It's just crazy because, like, all right, so so events like this happen, right? Events like this happen. So you got people that plant shit. You got people that's, <clears throat> you know I'm saying, that's, that's you know, uh, that's taking the authority above and beyond, you know what I'm saying, where we're where we're supposed to go. People are losing lives, things of that nature, right? You know what I'm saying? And then the report is because it because it's a, a person of color who's 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 in the hot seat, um I watched how the I watched how the news took the spin, right? All of a sudden it was, Oh, you know, this lady was a part of the community, she was fianced she was about to get married, or she was married, and she was just snuffed, you know what I'm saying, in the prime of her life, you know what I'm saying? But we, we got none of that, but none of us, you know what I'm saying, none of, none of the, past, the past events that we've had, none of us got that window dressing, you know what I'm saying? And now it's all of a sudden he's black, he's a person of color, he's, he's, he's Muslim, you know what I'm saying? He might have had ulterior motives, just that and the third. But out of the whole, you know, it's it's just it's just crazy. But the, and then and then you hear something like, oh, it's only a a small or minute percentage of our law enforcement that 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 this happens with, you know. So we really need to support our 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 boys in blue. Man, the fuck out of here with that. Fuck out of here with that. We give her so much, so much shine on this on on, on this cracker because she lost her life. But them saying ain't nobody, we still ain't saying ain't nobody saying. You know what I'm saying nothing to the families of the people that you know what I'm saying are the people that's been lost in the communities that let that that lost somebody. You know what I mean? But all of a sudden, you, but but you want to put up, uh, uh, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying you want you see signs, uh, saying uh, we lost a friend, we lost a neighbor, uh, you know we lost a family member, but I don't see I don't I don't see none of that, I don't see none of that being polarized when we haven't. You know what I'm saying? Candlelight vigils. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere in America over the bodies we catch. Over the people that we losing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. We're going to take another music break real quick because I think uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, get uh, Rich's brothers in so we can get into this uh, Mr. Kelly discussion. So remember last week... Um, I was doing a tribute to female artists who are no longer here that I felt left too soon. I actually had a couple of leftover tracks that I didn't uh, get around to, so got to play my girl. Man, boy, this would have been wifey here if I'd ever got the chance. Y'all groove to this classic from her, and we'll be back to get into more discussions. This is The Cypher.
Yes, yes, yes. That was uh, lovely, the very talented, the super gorgeous Phyllis Hyman, who died back in June of 95, a week before she was set to turn 46. So, yeah, definitely gone from us too soon. Definitely yeah, gone right. All right. Yes, sir. Um, you know, I often say many times, how having getting to know you brothers has has uh you know it's enlightened my life it's made me a, a happier person you know a more a, a fuller person to have such great brothers in my life but I'm telling you right now had Phyllis time and lived I will fight you for her I will literally <laughs> fight you right, well, I'll let you know I'll let you know I'm now my hands you know are nice. I just like, you know now my. Hey, 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 Listen, she was out of my uh, she was out of my uh, service area. I can't. Uh, not what we doing. No, sorry. Yeah, and I need him. I need him with some fives. I can't do them sixes. I can't. I'm gonna leave that to you guys. My my um my high school uh, sweetheart. My high school sweetheart, who I actually reconnected with 20 years later, uh, back in 2010. Um. She was, uh, Phyllis was her um, cousin. It was like her second cousin because Phyllis and her uh, dad were first cousins. But, um, yeah, that was, yeah, she, yeah, I was like, I told her, I was like, damn it, I'm that close, I'm that close. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, She said, ah, so you're only dating me to get close to my cousin. I was like, ah, hey. Anyway, yeah. All right, so we got a caller. We got a caller calling in from the 678 area code. Tell us your name and where you're calling from, please. Welcome to the Cypher. B.A. Jackson, can you all hear me? Yeah, there you Yeah, what you say your name is, bro? B.A. Jackson. B.A. Jackson, Okay. How you doing, Mr. Jackson? Welcome to the Cypher. I'm well. I'm well. Thank you all so much for I'm having me. I'm glad to hear you well. Where are you calling us from? Smyrna, Georgia. What part of Georgia? He's calling from Smyrna. Right outside of Atlanta. Smyrna. Yeah. Oh, Smyrna. Okay, that's what I thought you said. I just wanted to make sure I heard it right. All right. So the... You down there with uh, Big Rich. You down there sweltering in that heat as well, huh? I'm sweltering. <laughs> hey, I hear you, my sweltering. So where are you all based? We're, we're scattered. Uh, two of us, myself and Comedica, here in the uh, Raleigh, North Carolina area. Our brother L uh, uh, is up in the uh, Connecticut area. And, of course, B-I-double-G is down there close to you. Yeah, okay, I'll be in Charlotte this weekend. Okay, coming to the QC. You got business or pleasure? 
this might be quite comical to you all, is is pleasure. I play adult competitive kickball, and there's a big tournament in Charlotte this weekend. You know what? I saw somebody post something on Facebook about an adult kickball tournament, and I was asking, what the hell is adult? I mean, uh, I I get it now. But, yeah, I've seen people uh, that are actually going down there for that as well. So, ah, that's what's up. Yo, yo, yep. listen, Ray, Ray, listen, they, yeah. this thing, this thing is serious. This thing is real serious. Back when, back when I was a lot more mobile, I used to be in a band that was like our cover band was a band called mm-hmm. Ball Deep, <laughs> and we played for one of the kickball teams. They, they, they hired okay. us at a at a at a bar that most everybody would meet up at. And we would play. Were you playing on balls deep then, uh, Yeah, I created the team. You? Cre- oh, okay. All right. See, I, I just learned something new. Yeah. I, and we and, and they had a theme song and everything. Uh, and, and needless to say, they were the most uh, celebrated team in the whole league in Atlanta. Uh, my personal belief is because they had the best athletes. There was a whole lot of brothers, and we had a band. Now that now now ZA you can if you can add anything I might have left out, but uh, am I pretty close on the mark there? No, you are. We used to have a lot of fun. Um, and it, interestingly enough, when we played back then, we played in more of a social league. Now um, we've had even better athletes, and we play on a travel circuit league, and there are tournaments all around the nation throughout the year, and it culminates every year in a different city. And this year, the national "quote unquote" championship will be in Austin, Texas. Wow! So and are you it, all it, it still is. in the running? For those track? for those few people in the country that are play kickball, it's really really serious. But I mean, you may be talking about one to three thousand people in the whole nation. <laughs> <laughs> and, and are you all still in the running for that? For that national uh, we, competition? We compete, we make, I mean, the way the tournaments are designed, you play pool play in the first half of the day, and if you get a good enough record, you go to an elimination round in the second half of the day. We've, in in the three tournaments we've played in this year, this is our first year playing on that level. We've made okay. the elimination rounds twice. We've made the elimination rounds twice. But, uh, but interestingly enough, one of the biggest tournaments happens right here in Atlanta, and it's coming September 16th, and it's called Georgia Kickball Open. And so that'll be our next tournament on the circuit. This tournament in um, Charlotte is actually run by African-American brother, and he's done a really, really good job. They have, um, they've been on the radio, 103.3 Jams, I believe, is the station in Charlotte. And they've had Dicks and Top Golf are one of some of the sponsors for this tournament, so it, it should be pretty nice. Okay, cool. Might have to uh, check one out um, one time. So, see what it's all about. It's a very, it's a very, very niche thing, <laughs> but it's very competitive at, at at the high level, though. Mm. All right, so. I guess uh, you calling in to give us your thoughts on this uh, R. Kelly story. <laughs> I am. Um, 
I believe Big Red. All right, let me. Go ahead. Right, let me let me go ahead and uh, I'm sure all the guys have uh, heard about it by now. But for those listening who haven't been keeping count, let's uh, go ahead and get a little backstory. All right, so it was recently reported that R. Kelly has <laughs> has some sort of abusive sex cult where he is holding multiple women against their will. Says so some concerned parents who haven't seen their daughters in more than a year are saying that he keeps these uh, group of young women at his homes in Atlanta and Chicago where he controls every aspect of their lives. They said he reportedly invites women into his circle under the pretense of developing their music careers, but instead begins a sexual relationship that requires them to call him daddy and ask his permission to leave their assigned rooms. They said he also allegedly films his sexual encounters with these women, all of whom are of legal consenting age, which uh, he also shares with a group of his friends. They say you have to ask for food, you have to ask go use the bathroom. This according to one of his uh, former personal assistants, in which she said that he is a master at mind control, said he is like a puppet master or as he self-proclaimed himself, the Pied Piper of R&B. They said if any of the women breaks Kelly's rules, he reportedly punishes them physically and verbally, according to accounts from his former personal assistant and another former member of his so-called inner circle, a young lady by the name of Kitty Jones. said communication between the women and their family is heavily monitored and... Yo, they said they have to use they have to use a cell phone that he gives them. He takes their cell phones, and then they still have to he monitors who all they're calling. All right, so, bruh, we knew what twenty years ago that R. Kelly had problems. We knew this what over twenty years ago. You know this right. clearly the man in need of uh some sort of uh, psychological help, but, you know, again, this this isn't nothing that should really shock any of us, you know, that have followed the man's career from when he came out with public announcement to wanting to marry a then, what, 15-year-old Aaliyah to uh, the, the peeing on the girl incident and everything else. So, all right, what's your... What's your thoughts on this story, Rich? I know you uh, you got something you want to say on it. Let me get your, your man B.A.'s thoughts on it as well. Go ahead and lead it off, Big Rich. My my initial thoughts have have uh, were 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 a little more jaded and a little bit more. To one side completely um, Until uh, I read Until I read the debate um, That VA was having Between he and a few different people And a, and a pretty extensive conversation So if you don't mind I'd like to sort of just fall back for a second And let him start it off And then uh, kind of go from there Alright right, Go ahead uh, BA you're our guest Give us your thoughts on the uh, This R. Kelly cult story well, I will, um, I don't know where to start, uh, 
my Facebook, I made a po- I basically made a post that said the story saddened me. And um, I also said I was also saddened by how many people continue to support R. Kelly. Um, so let me address, I guess, maybe one or two things that that came out of the discussion I think are important for us to at least think about, especially as a community. And then we'll yeah. see where the conversation goes. The first thing, though, is, you know, I heard Sasha on Facebook say, bragging about that they were going to his concert this August. It'll be in Atlanta. And they basically said, uh-huh. whatever he's doing with those women, that's his personal life. That doesn't have anything to do with me. And I I yeah. want to just, I believe that it that these issues do have something, even if a limited something, to do with all of us and for this reason. One of the reasons that celebrities or powerful people or people who have amassed fame and fortune are able oftentimes to have what I will call in some shape, form, or fashion serial abusive relationships is because their fame and fortune offers them the financial and the social clout to be believed over people who young women who may not have the same political, social, financial capital. When we support these artists, even if we don't support what they do, our support of these artists does contribute to the fame and the fortune that helps fuel the leverage they have to be able to oftentimes get away with it. So in that sense, it does have something to do with us if we support artists who are, and I will say, consistently abusive. And I want to separate what I believe at least can be argued as a lifestyle from an incident. If this was a one incident thing, I might have a different view. I might not be at the place where I believe that I personally – you know, boycott R. Kelly. I don't. I don't listen to his music. I will not buy his music. I will not go to a concert. Um, but for me, it's not a this one incident happened. It is claim after claim after issue after issue. Uh, and this brings me to my second point, and I'll, I'll give away the floor. My second point is oftentimes in these discussions, at some point, for those who find themselves more on more defending the possibility of R. Kelly's innocence or any celebrity in these situations. There, there's a race dynamic that's brought in about how we're quick to attack or have a double standard for these black men or for black people. The only thing I want to say to that is I actually think my stance has a race dynamic as well. But the difference is we have to choose when we talk about our race, will we give our attention to the potential abuser or will we give our attention to the potential abused? Because in the case of R. Kelly, both are black. So my decision to boycott R. Kelly is not somehow out of an insensitivity to his blackness, but it's 
it's to a hypersensitivity to young black girls and young black women who oftentimes have an even smaller voice than R. Kelly. Mm-hmm. So those <clears> are two <throat> things, at least two, at least two things that have come out of these discussions. But I mean, there are a lot of you know detours and corners we can turn in this conversation. But I just, I guess I'll start that to begin the conversation, and I'll pull back and hear you all's response or ask now, any now, questions. Now, right. Let me, before before I uh, get Rich's or Comedics or L's thoughts. Uh, young lady from the shine. She's been on this show before. Now that I uh, recognize the voice, Miss <laughs> Devonna calling us from Shot Town. Welcome to the yes. site, for Devonna. How you doing? Thank you. I'm doing wonderful in yourself. I'm hanging in there, love. Hanging in there. All right. So, um, Devonna, do you want to weigh in now? Or you want to hear some of the other brothers' thoughts before you chime no, in? I just want to hear a little bit, you know, especially being, you know, from Chicago and Rob being from actually my neighborhood on the south side of Chicago, coming from the same high school, kind of okay. knowing him. Um, I really want to okay. hear what everybody else has to say, you know, and then I'm going to put my little twist on it. Got you. Okay. Um, did you want to weigh in now, Rich, or you want to get the other guys' thoughts? Yeah, I, I, you know, go ahead, get the other guys, get the other guys. I, I can, I can hold off. You got any thoughts on this sex cult committee? Well, one, I, I don't want to, I don't want to give it the. I, I don't, I don't like labels. Yeah, like, uh, um, you know, Guyana situation that was a cult. Um, there's certain religions that are cultish. Uh, this man has a, a, a alternative lifestyle popping. Um, I don't see no pamphlets for the R. Kelly uh, cult of Mutz, so I'm not going to go that far. Um, I'm amazed and excited that we have um, the young lady on, so we're going to get a female perspective at some point. Also, the fact we got a shy time situation. Somebody actually calls him Rob, so that's going to be a very interesting dynamic. But to to go all the way back around to it, um, clearly everybody that's ever come on the show before, et cetera, et cetera, no. I am DJ Comedic, so with music, it is what it is. Um, also, um, primarily known for playing house music in old school. Um, Kells apparently is a house head, et cetera, et cetera. He put out some new tracks, et cetera, et cetera. I play him. It is what it is. I um, have been messing with the pie, like I said, since he was, you know, on, on the, uh, you know, like I said, all the way back to public announcement. And let's see, myself and um, Ray, I guess we're going to be the oldest coming in at 48. So, you know, I'm coming up at the same time, you know, and it was, you know, little Aaliyah, and it was like, this is kind of funky. This chick seems kind of, um, you know, young to be with dude. But by the same token, too, you remember I'm also a historian, and, you know, I I bring this right to, um, who is my man? Another great penist, uh, white Very guy, Lee Lewis. Fire guy. Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis, like, yes. This, 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 this seems very reminiscent. And and like I always say, it's like, listen, you know, the things that I like and I indulge in that, that I that, that really push me are not illegal. Now, I'm not saying that, you, you know, I'm like, let this man go because he likes seeds. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that, you know, we all always look at it clearly as best as one can, right? This man clearly 
enjoys this type of woman? Hmm? Does that have anything to do with his talent? No. Does that have anything to do? Should we buy or not buy? Probably, probably not. Um, but to say this man is not talented would be retarded. That that's not that's not the case. To say this man should be penalized, yes. I mean, he's been paying cats off forever. Now, again, that's also um, like like uh, the brother said. You know, people with great power and great money can do what they want to do. Spectre can do what they want to do. Um, they're now talking about right now, uh, Dr. Phil trying to pull a plug on, you know, the black market that they have for just doing what they want to do. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you're kidnapping kids, you're killing kids, you're smashing kids. Um, you know, the money will buy you anything. You know, um, how many times did Rockefeller have his heart <laughs> changed out before he laid down finally? So we know that there is an underlying evil with power, etc. Um, it's interesting to see all sides. Um, I don't know. Am I morally retarded for saying that, um, you know, him and Terry Hunter just made a banging track? Am I, am I retarded to say him and uh, Jennifer Hudson got a banging track out last year that I pumped and still will pump today? Mm, I don't know. Um, but, should, but should he be investigated? Probably. Curtail? Probably. But, again, he's not, he's not snatching them up. You know, they, they, these women, although easily manipulated, are of age. So I don't know, um, and you know, I'm I'm always open to take any uh, criticism. If you want to come against my ignorance or cowardice, feel free. But you know, I'm armed. So you know, to go back and forth. Okay, L, you got any uh, thoughts on uh, R. Kelly and his uh, his harem? <laughs> since L, since comedic doesn't like the word cult, I'll go with harem, or his rather his <laughs> alternative lifestyle. <laughs> All right. I mean, I'm a fan of Art Kelly just like anybody else. But but at the at at the same token, home got he got a little bit of history. I mean, he 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 was the, I mean out, out of our music race, he ain't the only one that was locking bitches up in the basement. George Clinton was doing it. Uh, uh, who else? James Brown was doing it. Uh, uh, my man Cocaine was a hell of a drug. He was doing that shit too. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and and then I, and and apparently, um, uh, apparently Bill Cosby was slipping a bunch of bitches to Mickey. So, like, <clears throat> here here's here, here's my take on it. Um, we know home got issues. We've known this and we watched this through through, through his career with. With it being what it is now, and we don't know all of the details, but um, it's kind of it's kind of hard to say. Is it is it cool? No, you know what I'm saying. Is it something that you <laughs> like when you see it? Like like when you see it come out, it's like yeah, I'm not. You know, being being that it's R. Kelly and it with the history of R. Kelly is like all right, I'm not surprised. You know what I'm saying? But like it, it, like if it, if it, I mean if these women were like okay, bunk right so. So like so with a with a with the average cult like with, you know what I'm saying like like the Waco Texas and the and the uh and the, the uh what's my man that went to that 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 went to Africa uh, uh Jim Jones you know everybody signed the waiver you know what I'm saying they 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 signed over the waiver you know what I'm saying saying you know I I'm doing this to sound mind and body blah 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 you know what I'm saying we'll do it right so if you got young ladies that are, that are of age that are legal that's you know what I'm saying that's that's 
you know, that's willingly, you know what I'm saying, going through this. There's not much you can really say, you know what I'm saying, to do. Now, if, it, now, if it's against their will and they're getting put in the basement, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and he's doing his own version of Buffalo Bill, that's something different, you know what I'm saying? But if he's freaking, he can pay for it, you know what I'm saying? If he pay like he weighs, you know what I'm saying? That's 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 sick him. We got a whole bunch of other sick puppies out here that you know what I'm saying that, that's doing wild shit. You know what I'm saying? But I mean if for all intents for for uh, all intents and purposes, if he was just doing that, you know what I'm saying? If he was doing a fifty shades of gray, yeah you know I mean with a with a with a puppy. Who's blowing their nose in the background? What the hell is that? I don't hear that, but okay. You say you hear it. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I know. All right, all right, so cool. All right, so getting back to it, right? So cool. So if he's doing, a, like, like a, I'm saying, a 50 Shades of Grey with a bunch of chicks, you know what I'm saying, but they're all legal age and they're all committing to it, as weird and, and as depraved as you might want to, as you might want to call it, you know what I mean? There's nothing you can really do. You know what I'm saying? Like I watched the uh, I, I watched some some I watched a, a portion or, or pretty much a snippet of a, of an interview or not an interview of a press conference that, that one of the parents did. He was like he dropped his he dropped his daughter off. She was in college. You know what I'm saying? She was she was taken advantage of and manipulated by by by, by R. Kelly. I dropped her off at a, I dropped I dropped her off at a house and I haven't heard from her since. Like really, my nigga? Like you dropped your daughter, your female daughter, over. And R. Kelly, Mr. 12 Play, happy people, hump and bounce, you dropped her off at his house. What did you think was going to happen? He was going to knock the drugs off. You know what I'm saying? So you dropped her off, and then you ain't never hear back from her. You ain't call her, text her. You ain't pull up and be like, hey, yo, son, you see my, you know what I'm saying? You see my daughter? Like, what popping? You know what I'm saying? But all of a sudden, you want to get me? Like, no, nah, I'm not with that. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? If everything was above board, you know what I'm saying? Let him do his thing. If not, then yeah, you we 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 might have to get to the bottom of that. You know what I'm saying? I I was thinking you early on in his career when we was hearing about him and Leah, like you gotta get home some help. Like early, you gotta get home some help. Somebody gotta intervene. You know what I'm saying? Or it's gonna get ugly. Yeah. I I um I, I I'm just gonna add this and then I'm gonna go ahead and let Rich and uh get Devon's thoughts on this, but I'm not the R. Kelly fan I used to be. Like Kometi said, you know, I was with him with public announcement. I was with him with 12 Flay, you know, after that whole Aaliyah thing. I got turned off to Kelly and pretty much everything he did after that. Um, you know, I'm not that man's judge. You know, that's that's something he's going to have to answer for, either to man's law or to God's law when that time comes. And as we all know, there have been somebody that was debating this in a Facebook group I was in said, you know, real talk. A lot of your most talented singers, songwriters, musicians were tortured, you know, and then, you know, to a degree, you think about that and you're like, mm, yeah, you know, you look at what some of these, you know, music geniuses, whether it was Ike Turner or James Brown or or um, uh, Bob Marley or, or, you know, whoever, you know, these cats, either they were were sleeping with countless women or abusing women. Uh what was my man? Um David Ruffin with uh Tammy Terrell. I'm actually uh play a song by her um when we go down next break. But, you know, a lot of these cats, man, you know, these uh as Comedic said, these are lifestyles they live and it's separate from their music. But again, I don't condone it. And I'm not a fan of it. And if I'm not a fan of 
your life away from what you do musically, then there's, there's a pretty high chance that I'm not going to be a fan of you musically either. Because if I can't condone it, then surely I'm not going to want to have anything to do with it. That's just my take on it. And I agree. You know, if he's, and granted, they say the youngest of these women is like 18 and 19, the rest are in their early 20s. You know, unless he has them behind lock and key, you know, and they're doing this of their own free will, I don't think there's really any law that he's breaking. But, again, it is something that should be investigated. I agree with that. So that's just my two cents on it. Uh, you want to weigh in now, Devon, or you want to get yours in, Big Rich? Oh, by all means, Richard? she's a guest. So, okay, so okay. You, yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely on. And and please, please, before you start, tell everybody what you do. Tell them what your profession is. <laughs> tell them what you do. Okay, so I'm a clinician, a therapist by profession, um, which okay, has no way on this. This is just my opinion about things. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the phone. Okay, so I'm, I just dotted, jotted down a couple of things. I hope I'm not all over this paper, but um, let's talk about everyone has their purpose. I mean, everybody has their preference, right? So mm-hmm. Rob R. Kelly is a man who enjoys younger women. He likes younger women. Um, so let's go back. I can go back. Um, so my great great grandmother, Nona Bell Brown, uh, was married at the age of thirteen to my great great grandfather, Homer Brown, who at that time was thirty two. Now, back in the day, this is what was accepted. Not to say that it was okay, but it was what it, it was what was the norm. And it was what is accepted. Until now, things are different. I'm just talking about the R. Kelly, Aaliyah situation compared to my family, my family situation. Okay, um, from what I know from here in Chicago, R. Kelly was just not fondling her. He was really in love with Aaliyah. He really cut for her to the point that he married her. So there's a difference to me in my viewpoint as far as a pedophile, somebody that's just messing around with younger kids, to me, in my viewpoint, okay? The second thing is, is these young women being of legal age now, they're 18, 19, 20, and 21, okay? Being a woman, being a singer myself, being myself faced with an opportunity of, you know, singing in front of somebody and performing in front of somebody, these women are opportunists. Who wouldn't want to live somewhere for free, have this lifestyle, not have to pay for nothing, and possibly get put on? These are choices that they're making. Yes, R. Kelly may be very impressionable upon them. Um, I help you do this. I you know help you do that. But no one is there against their will. These are choices that they're making. Um. The next thing I wanted to say is, did I say everything I wanted to say? Um, yeah, I think that's basically I it, all that I have to say. <laughs> you know, okay. I don't think it has no, no bearing on his music at all. He, Everyone knows that he is musically talented. Um, no one can ever take that away from him. Um, but I think that he stayed um, 
under the radar with, I mean, he's older now. I'm 40. Rob is what, maybe like 45, 46 now? Um, 50. I mean, 50 now. 50. He's 50? 50. Yeah, he's 50 now. Okay. Okay, well, he's 50. He still looks good. As a matter of fact, I just recently saw him at a concert. <laughs> so he's still looking good. I mean, what's wrong with 50 and, and, and being attracted to younger women? I mean, they're of age. Now, who's to say the, the dude that's a sugar daddy to a woman that's 23? Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I just I just don't get it. He's at, he's at, at at regular age. The way he decides to pee on girls or whatever, that's his sexual preference. That's what he chooses to do. And these women allow them, allow him to do it. You know, so you know. And that's all I got to say. Okay. Can I ask right. a quick question? This is this is VA Jackson. All right, Devon. Uh, we got a quick ladies, pla- uh, clarifying question. Ray, Ray, somebody's trying to ask a question, Ray. Somebody's trying to ask a question. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Who was asking the question? Well, I have several thoughts, but I want to make be clear about one thing really quick. The last statement um, the sister made was, you know, if he wants to pee on women, that's his preference. They're letting him. And I just want to be clear. And, and that's okay even if the women are underage in your mind? If they're, uh, if no, they, of course, if they're, they're not, uh, if they're consenting adults. These are what consenting adults have agreed to do. I'm not talking about okay. a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old. I'm talking about a young woman of age that is possibly okay. in college on her own, an 18-year-old consenting adult. Okay. Got she answered she answered that for you, uh, BA. Yeah, I just want to be clear on that. I have several thoughts about her. Her comments, but I, I, I'll wait until. Okay, all right. Go ahead, Big Rich. Is on you, bro. Um, the consenting adult uh, age of eighteen. That's one of those. That that's that thing that sits down. It's written out for you. It's the law. It is what it is. So on and so forth. Now let's start getting back into the community part of it and, and, and the race part of it that, that BA brought up a little bit earlier and, uh, and a couple of other, a couple other of us brought up. Uh, I don't hear any white people saying this, but I hear black people saying this. There's a difference between being an adult and being grown. Two totally different things. Yeah, you might be an adult, but you ain't grown yet. And I think that's that's what seems to be the under underlying current that's happening in this situation with these parents who have decided to brand this newest scenario as a cult. Okay, let's make sure we don't lose that part of it. This isn't something that the news threw out. This isn't something that the media said. This is something that a group of parents got together and they decided to brand this as a cult situation. And so they are coming at it from the aspect of my child is being brainwashed. My child is being held against her will. These things are happening. Let me tell you why they feel that way. Because, again, like you stated, Ray, like Dave Honor stated, 
There isn't anything that has been said or shown that the law has been broken. But as far as these parents are concerned, the child that left their home or the adult that left their home is not the same person they last talked to. It's not the same person that was living with them. It's somebody that's completely and totally different. It's as if your own child left your home, and then when they came back or when you saw them, they were white, and you just didn't recognize them. You couldn't understand. It's not making sense to me. And so since it doesn't make sense to these parents, they did draw their own conclusions. Now, here's the other side of it that kind of, that, that kind of is uneasy with me as well. Because I don't know what's going on with R. Kelly in his home down here in whatever part of town they said it's in up in Duluth or his, or his home in Chicago and whatever part of town it is over there. I can't tell you nothing about what's going on in those homes. But when I think about the fact of what his desires are and who he, care, who he cares about, and I think about how everybody immediately jumps back onto those one or two things that he became investigated for. And every time we talk about R. Kelly and dealing with women, we automatically jump right back to that. And we never seem to let it go. But yet we let it go with Woody Allen. We let it go with Mick Jagger. We let it go with Marv Albert. Nobody brings up any of those things anymore. But yet the minute we talk about R. Kelly having an interest with women or younger women, we keep bringing that back up again. And we keep bringing that back up again. Over and over and over again. So I'm, I'm on, I'm, I'll be honest with you. My head space is kind of all over the place. Somebody else can chime in. Go ahead. Who, who's got something to say? I'll be quiet. Uh, here, here, here's one. Here's one other thing I want to add um, to this, uh, and and I get what you're saying, Rich, as well as everybody else. But one of the things that I read in this story is that, and it, and this is particularly from one uh, mother or or one set of parents. They said that, you know, R. Kelly basically took their daughter under his wing under the guise of, you know, helping her career. Helping her career-wise, and they, and according to his former uh, assistant, she said the same thing that you know all of these girls that he has there, he basically lured them or used whatever you know uh, Vulcan you know mind trick on them to basically <laughs> say, hey, yeah, I'm gonna help you with your career, but this is what you're gonna have to do for me now. If that is indeed what he did, then that in and of itself would be a crime because he got them in his place of residence under false pretenses. That is a crime. And so far from what Mm -hmm. I've heard from the one mother who said that, you know, she seldomly talks to her daughter now since, you know, she basically gave her blessing for R. Kelly to help her with her career and it seems that that is not what he's doing you know and he's doing something completely you know 180 from what he told her he was going to do and yeah he is being you know it's one thing 
to have willing participants to say, okay, if you, you want to be Christian Grey and say, hey, this is what I'm into, bam, okay, you got say, yeah, you want to be a part of it. But, again, these women, as you say, they're of age, but they're not grown. And if he lured them with the promise of helping them become the next Aaliyah or whatever, and they jumped on that, and then it turned into something totally different, then yeah, he he has committed a crime. That that you know that's. Has anybody ever thought that this may be an opportunist op, uh, opportunity for these parents? Like, has that ever crossed like anybody's mind? That maybe they all got yeah, together mean, and said, you know, you know, he's 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 been touring for for months now. You know, he's making all this money. Maybe this is an opportunity for us to come up. Anybody ever thought about, you know what I'm saying, ever just thought about that? And, and you're right. You're I mean, right. who, who who's to say about well. these facts? These facts, like this is this is from a person's past. Like we can see, and I love. Thank you, Richard, for bringing up Woody Allen. Like I love how you brought that up. Like so many other people, everybody just push it up. But because of his allegations with you know with Aaliyah and all this other stuff, oh he's he he's the bad person. You know I'm not even taking away that he may be a pedophile. You know maybe I'm not in his life. I don't know his biopsychosocial. I don't know all this stuff, but. I mean, just to condemn this man, I mean, he's a target. He's a black man with money, um, and there are women who, I can say personally myself, I want to come up too. You know, if I saw an opportunity that I could come up, let's, let's join together, and let's say this is what's going on. These women have a choice. And, Richard, when you said the, the, about being adult and grown, what are you talking, I mean, not, not to say that it's, like, adult. Like, I was 18, I was 21, and I still wasn't grown. I was 24. I had my first child, and I still wasn't grown. You know what I'm saying? So it's really no age on it. It's about a person's maturity level. So, I mean, and I think it's, there's no age limit that's on that. So I, I, I want to get some facts. You know, it's just, how, how mean, how mean to interject. Hold on. How mature, and, and let's bring this back just a little bit, just a little bit, just, 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 just a little bit. And I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I, uh, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I feel you that's your boy. You went to school with home, you know home. You know what I'm saying? So you stand up and you rep it for your, you rep it for your boy. I dig that. You know what I'm saying? But your man got caught up there. He got caught up doing some wild shit. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, now, now albeit... Got caught doing all, what? Just tell me because I really haven't been following it. I haven't been following it, really. I see it on Facebook, but I haven't been following But just let me know what he's been caught up doing. That's my question. Well, okay, you know what, and, and, and like, if this is, like, I'm, I'm just saying, potentially, right? You know what I'm saying? If it's a broken okay. chick to home house, that if, it's, if, it's, if it's a broken chick to home house that, that have been in his home and that have had no contact with their families, you know what I'm saying, have, and, and he's doing, and he's doing what, what's been, what, what, what he's been, you know, quote, unquote, being, being accused of or, or, or alleged of, you know what I'm saying, manipulating, you know, uh, keeping him in the room, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he really on some on some kiss the girls type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, locked away in a basement or a dungeon somewhere where they can't talk until spoken to type shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's what it is, you done got caught out doing some wild shit. That's some wild shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't... And, and, and if that's the case, that's kidnapping. You know what I'm saying? If that's the case, that's, that's abuse, and I totally yeah. agree. I totally agree. Right. I totally agree with you. I so both. I, 
One of the populations I work with is teen moms, okay, parenting right. and, 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 and pregnant, right? So when you say about 15, I have had young ladies who are more mature than my 21-year-old. I've had situations where my 15, so that's why I say it is very hard to decipher whether what, what age is, is mature. It's hard to decipher when, when, when people have different responsibilities. I don't know about Aaliyah, but it's hard to decipher who is mature. I, I am 40 years old, and I know some 18-year-olds who uh, can handle situations a little bit better than I can at certain times because they've had struggle. They've had to do certain things. I run out of money. I'm panicking. Who can I borrow from? These other girls? Oh, I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna make. I'm gonna make it happen. Whatever I gotta do. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's it's totally different. Okay. It's a, a total different so, level. So, all right. So since 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 we since since this come to this right since, since that 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 we're that we're having that we're just having we're having this particular conversation. The other people are having the same conversation or conversation of the like this, whether it's social media or or in their own homes or over the phone, what have you. You know what I'm saying? At what point? Do we grab our brother, rich or poor, famous or not, genius or not, and real home men and be like, yo, you're fucking up. You wildin'. Yo, so, yo somebody, Ray, were you trying to say something? Somebody wanted to say something just then. Wasn't, it wasn't well, me. I'm going to say something, and it's because time is winding down on us. Okay, I, I just if I can give this, I'll be done. Uh, I have several. I have about three or four points I want to make from the conversation I've had, and I'll try my best to make them quick. First thing I want to talk about about is the idea that it's very true, and it's a valid argument that at different points and in, in, in periods of history, the age thing has has ranged, and there were times when thirteen year olds got married. And so, on one hand, you know this idea that okay, so who's to say? Well, in that case. The law is to say, and and here's my point: If you are R. Kelly, and you want to engage in this outdated practice of dating teenagers, then to me, then you ought to do it responsibly and not deceptively. And by all accounts, he's not going to these parents, articulating his attraction to their daughters while they're teenagers, uh, asking their permission. And if he's not doing that, then he's doing it in a deceptive yeah. and an abusive way. The yeah, second thing, very deceptive. 
And that's the problem that I would I have with it, period. Because like I said the story as it came out that that he you know, he got these girls to his house under the pretense of helping them with music careers, which is what the one mother said that he told her that, you know, she was going to do it, bringing her into his house to help, you know, further her musical career. And, you know, again, that's, is, again, that's it's just wrong all the way around. But, yo, we um we got to wind the show down. Uh, this conversation we may have to uh, revisit, especially as this uh, story is just broke. I'm sure we're going to get more and more details the uh, coming days and possibly weeks. So, uh, Devon, I invite you to come back. Uh, we may discuss it again uh, soon if any more news breaks over it in the course of the next seven days. The same thing to you as well, uh, my brother B.A. Love to have y'all come back on, not just for that topic, but any other topics that we may discuss uh, going down the road. Um, before we wrap up real quick, I just want to um, say a prayer or, you know, hopefully pray that, Brother, um, you know, uh, deals with this, and it doesn't um, claim him as quickly as it did uh, Biden's son, um, Joe Biden's son, Bo. But, of course, uh, Republican um, Senator John McCain was just uh, diagnosed with uh, a brain tumor. They said he has brain cancer, and obviously they said the same thing about uh, Joe Biden's son, Um year before last, but, you know, he uh, went in, they said to remove a blood clot above his eye, and it was a bit more serious than that. So, uh, of course, they removed the um, tumor or whatever, and, you know, they say he's ready to get back to work. You know, they got a lot of stuff going on up there in D.C., but, you know, anytime you hear about somebody dealing with some form of cancer and knowing, like you said, how quickly it took uh, Biden's son up out of here. You just, you know, feel some kind of way for him. So, granted, he's not my favorite politician as of late, though, especially him being anti-Trump. I've come to like him just that much more. But um, prayers to him and his family and hope that he uh, pulls through that and it doesn't, uh, you know, take the man up out of here like that. I mean, we all got to go at some point, but you really don't want to wish any ill on any person, so... Again, just saying that for him and his family. All right, with that said, I um, want to thank you guys for tuning in, and definitely uh, thanks to Devonna from the Shot Town and my man B.A. from Smyrna, Georgia, calling in to uh, weigh in with us tonight. As always, we appreciate you guys giving us your ears to tune into this 90-plus minutes of real talk that we bless you all with. And don't forget, you can catch my man, DJ Comedic every Wednesday from 11 to 1 as he gives you the house lunch break live. You can catch him on Mixler. That's M-I-X-L-R, Mixler Radio. Go to Mixler.com. Check him out, DJ Comedic, next Wednesday and every Wednesday. you in the house music. You're going to love what you hear for those two, sometimes two-plus hours, so make sure you tune in. And don't forget, you can catch myself, the Atypical, along with the B-I-W-G Rich, DJ Comedic, and Black Caesar back here next Wednesday and every Wednesday night starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and where we get the 90-plus of some of the best in the late night. What we got coming up in two weeks, Big Rich, in case I forgot? In two weeks. Trading camp starts in two weeks. Pre 
three seasons in three weeks, where 31 teams <laughs> will take the field right. to start all over again, and then some of those teams down in Dallas, Texas, I don't know why they're going to start another season. But, <laughs> hey, that's neither here nor there. That's what it is. So, again, like I said, man, definitely uh, check us out. And, yeah, um, yeah, we're going to talk some sports on here as well. But, um, as always, thanks again. Again, thank you, B.A. Thank you, Devonna, for chilling with us. Thank you. You guys have an open invite. Thank you. Come back and join us anytime. Yeah, no doubt. Come back and join us anytime. That's an open invite. Love to have you guys back and definitely love to hear your points of views because it definitely adds to the discussion. So love to have that. And as always, got to go out with my man Rich's uh, theme song. Close out the show with the theme song. I didn't get to my Tammy Terrell piece. I guess I'll say that one for next week as well. But got to close out the show with my man B.I.W.G. Love this track ever since I put him on to it. So we're going to sign up out of here, and we're going to hop on this go-go train. You guys have a great week, great weekend. We'll be back here to do it all over again. Be blessed, be safe, and we love y'all. Peace.
I see the 